We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Let it rip. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Here. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, New York City? Your boy KM. In the AM now. Inside... Of Thursday, October 6th, baseball is over. Today they rest. Today they get a break. We watch some hoops then later on tonight. Down for that. The uh, Kansas City Royals, almost said Chiefs, still looking at football stuff on my computer. The Kansas City Royals wasted no time. The Kansas City Royals executive vice president and general manager, J.J. Piccolo announced that manager Mike Matheny and pitching coach Cal Eldred will not return for the 2023 season. Goodbye. I mean, they were trash, so no surprise there. Get them up out of there. Bring the next guys in to fail. Are they in a rebuild? Who knows? The Kansas City Royals. I mean, the fact that they flew here and flew Andrew Benintendi to the Yankees. I remember saying on air, I didn't think the Yankees were going to get it, get Benintendi. It just made too much sense. It was too easy. All right? Too, too easy of a pick. Fans for months were saying, oh, the Yankees got to trade for Benintendi. I'm like, nah, they're not going to let that happen that easy. It could. And it did. And the Royals are like, here, we'll bring him to you. We, we face you guys this weekend. He's on the plane. When he gets off the plane, he'll learn that he's a New York Yankee. Would love to see him come back. He won't be back for the ALDS. But advance, and you get stronger. Advance, and you got your guys back. What else did I just find during the break? A fan asked a question to uh, Mets reporter Anthony DiComo. He said, since it's Friday, black Mets unis for game one at City Field. You know, Friday nights, they, they wear the black unis. Anthony DiComo replied, he said, the Mets went 7-5 and five in their black jerseys this season, including a loss to the Padres. And they're 8-9 and nine since reintroducing them this year. They have also lost three consecutive postseason games in black. 2000 World Series Game 1 and 4. 2006 NLCS Game 3. Maybe the Mets don't go back in black for this uh, October run. It's getting spooky out there. Maybe you don't do the black and orange and uh, you just stick with the traditional Mets unis. I don't know if you're superstitious like that. Of course you are if you're a baseball fan. Superstition is part of baseball. That's what I was telling y'all. Chill. Chill. Salicata said this, the the division is over. I was like, mm, I don't know about that. Mets fans are looking at Yankees fans like, ah, you're collapsing. You're collapsing. You're going to collapse. Hey, relax. Sit down. Be humble. You don't know what's going to happen. And you don't control any of that. The baseball gods don't take kindly to any of that. And here we are. Looking forward to it, though. Looking forward to the wild card games. Like I said, we don't need a break in New York. We don't need a full week off. We'll have wild card baseball in Queens this weekend, and that'll roll right into the ALDS and then the NLDS if the Mets advance, which I think they will. And we'll keep it rolling, baby. October, baseball in New York. We got football. This is a great weekend. This is a big weekend. Shout out to you if you're making moves or plans to go to MetLife or go to City Field or go to practice in the park, or go to Barclays Center, to, you know, tonight. Like, or go to when do the Knicks open up? Uh, oh, they played last night. What am I talking about? I literally talked about that game. <laughs> they played last night, so 
There's a lot going on. Let's go back to the phones. There's a lot going on on the phones, and I want you guys to get in. You guys have been on hold, and like I said, I don't make the times for us to break. I just have thoughts and ideas that I want to put out there. Next thing you know, you got to break, but I'll let you guys lead the way. Salicata's next at 1. My name's Keith McPherson, KM to AM. We're in the AM now, bonus hour. Let's see what we've got here. Ken is in Manhattan. Ken, you're back on the fan. Hey, first, I want to just say that I appreciate your drive and passion for sports. I can tell how genuine and how much you live and love what you do and love the Yankees and, you know, love seeing the Nets win and all these teams. But the other side of this is, and I don't want to rain on anybody's parade here, because I like to see all the New York teams win. It's better for New York City. It's better for the fans. But role to me, I'm just saying athletes are not role models. And sometimes people have a tendency of putting – these professional athletes on pedestals just because of what they do with them getting paid. Like there's no doubt Aaron judge is a great guy and he's a nice guy and he deserves all the accolades. But, you know, I watched some of the, the um, stories involving the last three home run balls that he hit. And I saw some interviews where people were talking, what would you do with the ball? You know, I would give it back. It's Aaron's, you know, he wanted blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, people, some people act like that he was doing that for free, and he's not <laughs> doing it for free. The man made $12 million last year, $20-plus million this year. He's going to get a huge contract. That's not life-changing money for him, even though it's a great accolade, and he should yeah. be commended for what he did. Not, not to cut but you off, you know Ken. I mean? like, that, first, that first guy that got ball number 60, he was a kid. When I heard what he said, I'm like, oh, he doesn't have any life experience yet. He's like, he's done so much for the organization. I'm like, he's a free agent. What are you talking about? He could leave. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And that 200000 that that ball was worth wouldn't have meant anything to Aaron Judge, but it would have changed that kid's life. Absolutely. And and, and I'm just saying, like, like, I understand, like, people want to root for role, uh, athletes because they give them a, an escape from the everyday. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with wanting to do that. But They're regular the people. They just are really good at sports. And they put Correct. in a lot so of time to be job. really good. Get that out. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just wanted to get the. Yeah, that's it, man. Oh, thanks for the call, Ken. Yeah. I, immediately, I thought about Charles Barkley. I am not a role model, and how uh, back in the early '90s he put that out there, and that was great marketing. Nike, Nike was all over that. He said parents should be role models. Just because I dunk a basketball doesn't mean I should raise your kids. I know y'all remember that. That was great. And he's still on that, right? Charles Barkley actually came uh, to the bar. There's a bar where I'm from in Asbury Park called Porta. It was like the most popping spot down there. I hated it for a while, but you can't deny how many people show up there. And he showed up there a couple years back in the summer. I think this was pre-pandemic too. And he's buying shots. He's buying drinks for people. I'm like, this is great. I'm like, Charles Barkley is a regular dude. He just happens to be, I don't know, six, seven, six, eight, maybe taller can dunk a basketball, but he's out here partying, gambling, doing his thing, and these are regular guys, man. And I know it. I know it because I wanted to be a professional athlete like most of us, but, like, I got into college, and I was around guys that did make it. I know some guys that did make it in baseball, basketball, football, and they're regular dudes. Some of these guys aren't the brightest guys. That's something I knew in college. I'm like, oh, well, some of you guys are all in on football because you're not going to get good grades at all. You don't ever study. Uh, you're allergic to books. I don't even know if you can read that well. You gotta make it. You're all in. You're all in on this. I'm like, ah. I started thinking as soon as I got to college. Right, I went into college undeclared. But as soon as I got into college and started playing football and seeing how much bigger, faster, and stronger, and how much harder, like even the playbook. When I got into college and saw the college playbook, I'm like, yo. <laughs> I'm like, all right, like this is this is another course on top of 15 credits. Football is a whole other course. You got to learn these plays. You got to study. You got to lift. You got to watch film. You know, it's it's tough. Um, but pretty soon, you know, you got to figure out in college whether you can make it or whether you got to figure out your career. There was a NCAA commercial where it was like, you know, not all NCAA athletes go pro, but they all go pro in something else or something along that lines. I'm butchering that. But you remember that commercial it was basically saying that like, yeah, there's a lot of these Division One athletes that don't go pro, but they go pro in other industries and fields, and they go on to work and be a part of society. They're not all role models. Now, Aaron Judge, if you're using the example of Aaron Judge, what a great guy. Like, he's a superhuman. 
I saw a tweet today, and I referenced this on BXB if you listen to that. And shout out to Sweeney Murdy because now BXB is streaming live on Twitch when we record. Check out WFAN Twitch. I said this to Sweeney. Uh, he's a superhuman. Not just what he does on the field, but the way that he carries himself off the field. It is incredible to see a guy that can do what he does always deflect, always talk about the team, always make it someone else. So uh, Scott Simon on Twitter said, Aaron Judge was adopted by great parents in a small agricultural town. It's a Clark Kent story. He is modest, self self effacing. Wow, I'm live and I don't know what that word means. Now I have to look that up. self effacing 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 meeting erase a mark from a surface make oneself appear insignificant okay a face he's self-effacing i've heard that word before not that smart should have studied more in college <laughs> so this guy says aaron judge was adopted by great parents in a small agricultural town clark kent's story he is modest self-effacing and then puts on his uniform i replied to that i said this, this is Aaron Judge. He's a superhuman, not just his powers on the field, but how he carries himself off of it. Props to Patty and Wayne Judge for raising him. Not everybody raised some of these athletes and some of these people we put on a pedestal. They're just good at basketball, baseball, football, whatever. And some of them don't ask to be, you know, they're not trying to be role models, but everything is so like, you know, even I just told you about Draymond. Draymond's punching his own, his own teammates. That's not a good example to set, but it is what it is. All right, back to the phones. Let's see what you guys got. On Staten Island, Matthew, you're on the fan. Hello. What's up, Keith? How are you? I'm good. Bringing it home, you know, got a bonus hour. Uh, yes, sir. So just wanted to talk to you real quick about the upcoming game of the Giants and Packers. You know, I mean, it might be my bias self coming in a little, but I, I really think we got a shot. I, I mean, I don't know if we can really win. I I think it just depends on if Tony and Robinson are healthy and definitely if Jones is healthy. You know, that's the biggest factor. But our defense has been looking nice, and the Packers receiving core, other than Dobbs and Lazard, really is all, all that better than us. And especially in London, I'm pretty sure we're the only undefeated team in London, and the Packers haven't even played yet in London. So I... I I don't know. I really think we got a shot here. Yeah, and and I'm with you because these, like I said, anything can happen in London. I've been to London. I went to London for the uh, the London games with the Red Sox and Yankees. The food is different over there. That can throw some of these guys off. They're not in their regular habits. They're not, you know, they they don't have all of the exact food we have over here. Uh, the customs are different. Things are different. Whatever. So you know that kind of levels the playing field. Defense. The Giants' defense is solid. And I think they can give Aaron Rodgers some fits. I've already mentioned how frustrated he seemed. He shouldn't be frustrated. This is the reigning MVP. But there's some different parts of his offense, like the receivers and even the line, that he might not be that great with. And uh, I look at I look at it like this, man. The Giants have been in every game they've played. I expect them to be in this game. That's why when I saw that 7.5 spread, I'm like, oh, they just expect Aaron Rodgers to chuck the ball all around and beat them. Or they're expecting... Um, Daniel Jones not to be mobile, which has become a big part of the Giants' offense. Don't count out these coaches. Don't count out their ability to game plan. Do not count out their ability to adjust and hit the Packers with something that they haven't seen on film yet, even though they're not working with much as far as their roster. I think the Giants got a shot. It's going to be an early game. Uh, it would be such a great like morale booster for them to go 4-1 and one and beat Aaron Rodgers, and beat a quality opponent. I think they can do it. NFL, we can't call it, man. I've been putting together parlays the last four weeks. They all bust. None of them hit because somebody in the witching hour gets a fumble or a pick, and that's what the Giants are going to need to do. They're going to need to pick Aaron Rodgers off. They're going to need to stop that run game. They're going to need to pick up a fumble, and they can't settle for field goals. You get in the red zone, you got to punch it in, and then they can be in that game. Yeah, you know, if you look at last year, I think the spread last year probably would have been over 14. And <laughs> yeah, you know, there, were there were a few double-digit spreads with the Giants last year. <laughs> but that's it, man. Thank you so much for taking my call. Hopefully they get the win. Thanks for the call, Matthew. And uh, you just got to feel good about that, right? In the past few years, if you were looking at the Giants playing Aaron Rodgers, you'd be like, oh, here we go. Aaron Rodgers is going to carve us up. You got to face the MVP of the league. Well, they're facing the MVP of the league overseas. 
They're facing the MVP of the league without his number one receiver and Devontae Adams that he's had. He still doesn't really have a number one. Alan Lazard is a good receiver, but he's not that dominant. And, and he was hurt to start the season. He missed week one, so he's probably still a little banged up. They got to run the ball and stop the run. When I watched that Dallas game, that game was won and lost in the trenches on both sides. You heard Manchild talk about those third downs where they got gashed. Can't have that. Can't have a third and long uh, be picked up by a running back going off tackle. It, it is it is all about the offensive, defensive line. They get Leonard Williams back. That's a boost. And if Daniel Jones is good enough to go where he's a little bit mobile, I'm not saying he's got to run for 80 yards, but if he can at least get away from pressure, make some throws, creative ways to get the ball to Saquon. I'm waiting for David Sills to have a breakout game. I swear at West Virginia, he had some big games, some big moments. Waiting for them to figure out how to get him going. I don't expect Richie James to, you know, be a game breaker. He he can't put the ball on the ground, but he you never know. He's got some speed. He could he could make it happen. Darius Slayton, I thought, had some rapport with Daniel Jones. Maybe they pick back up. Maybe they get something going. It sucks that Sterling Shepard is out and Kenny Galladay has been a waste of space and time. He's hurt again. But if Kadarius Tony can go. He's a guy that you get in the open field. We all know he's shifty. He can make moves. He could break one. I think it could be a closer game than people think. If you go and look at the Packers and what they've done this season, it isn't like they've run over teams. They didn't run over the Patriots with a third-string quarterback. They didn't run over the Bears with Justin Fields and that team, who when you look at the roster for the, the Bears, mm-mm, I don't like this is this is a 3-1 versus 3-1 matchup in London. Anything can happen any given Sunday. Giants fans got to be feeling great about the fact that through the first four games, and I remember looking at this schedule, talking to you guys, I'm like, they could be 4-0. Those are winnable games. And I thought they definitely were going to beat the Cowboys without Dak. We didn't know that Cooper Rush was going to be what you know he is, and we also didn't know that Dallas defense was going to pick up right where they left off last year, maybe even be better this year. But uh, the Giants have a fighting chance, and that's all you want to have in Week 5 of the NFL going against the reigning MVP I think they've got a, a fighting chance to compete with Aaron Rodgers. That seven and a half spread, I'm looking for them to cover that. When I put my parlays together, I'll probably take the Giants to cover. I'll probably put some together where the Giants win. All it takes is a turnover here and there or a turnover late, right? Got to punch it in. Can't be the New York field goal Giants touchdowns. You need touchdowns. You need touchdowns. They need Saquon to break one. You need to be able to move the ball. If they give you the ball early, like the Giants have gotten breaks, where the, you know, the other team turns the ball over, you got to punch it in. You can't settle for field goals, and they'll be all right. John is in Matawan down the shore. What's up, John? You're on the fan. My man, Keith, how you doing tonight, brother? I'm great. Having a good time. Still uh, rocking till one and got plenty to talk about. So I had one major point, but, I mean, hearing a little bit about it, I got to bring it up for the second point, so I'll start off with the short, the sweet and Take short your time. First. You got it. Kenny Pickett? I played against him in baseball. Same age as me. We're both 23 years old. Um, through 89 to 91, absolute stud. And he's going to have one heck of a career in Pittsburgh. <laughs> um, I could tell you that, you know, we played AAU together on baseball team. Yep. We played against each other, Ocean and Matawan. Yep. And, you know, it, it's all around athletic ability. Like you said, man, he's got that dog in him. We, we all and, knew. He he was a prodigy. We knew in, in town that he was good at, at football, basketball, baseball, whatever he wanted to do. So it's good to see him actually yeah. make it. Absolutely. And I can't wait to see what the future brings for him. But the main point that I wanted to bring up with you this, the playoffs this year, um, I'm getting a lot of 2000 parallels. You know, Yankees win the division, Mets get the wild card. Mets were supposed to win the division that year. Braves dominated them all season. Mm-hmm. I think the Yankees have the easiest path out of any team in the AL, but I think the biggest threat to the Yankees is Cleveland. Cleveland reminds me of the 2015 Royals. And with a team with the Yankees, you know, having a bye, I think that scares me if Cleveland advances a little bit. Um, when it comes to the Mets, you know, it's really going to it's gonna be depending on their pitching. It's going to be depending on, you know, the clutch hitting that you've seen throughout, you know, game one to 162. Um, so time will tell, obviously, with the Mets. But, I mean, I think the biggest threat in the AL 
significantly is Cleveland, as shocking as that may sound, just because of their scrappiness and how they've been able to, you know, they they were ranked fourth in the Central this year to start off the year. They I think their over-under was 77 and a half. Um, they're a scrappy ball club. They remind me a lot of that Royals team. Um, so I'm getting a lot of 2000 parallels. What, and, you know, would I would, add to that, that be, not to cut you off? They have a great manager and Terry Francona, and they're young. And sometimes when you're young and naive, you're too young to know how big the stakes are and what you have to lose, and they're the Guardians. They have nothing to lose. So they might come out there and just play loose and be having fun, and they might surprise some people. I'm not sleeping on them either. The Yankees were able to dominate them early in the season. They weren't able to play in Yankee Stadium. I've I've mentioned that the last couple nights because everyone remembers the fans throwing the beers on the field. That was the Guardians series. But they've come a yep. long way, and they've grown up in this season. And with Terry Francona at the helm, you got to watch out for him. Yeah, and they I mean even through you know three-quarters of the way of the season, they were still saying, you know, LaRusse is out, watch for the comeback of the White Sox, it's over for the Twins, you know, they're coming up on the Guardians, this and that. They never failed to succumb, and they stayed, and they won the division. And, you know, honestly, that's generally why I think they are the biggest threat to the Yankees. Um I don't think the Yankees have a fear against the Astros. I think the Yankees have the cojones to actually go up against them and take them in a seven-game series. I genuinely do believe that, and that's coming from a diehard Mets fan. Um, and then one last thing, and I'm sure you'll laugh about this, but you do me a favor when your boy Sal Licata comes in, just make sure that the NL East is over because of him on May 31st, and he clinched it for the Atlanta Braves. I appreciate you, Keith. <laughs> Salicata does not have that much power. He said the other night, you idiots, if he had that much power, he said he wishes he had that much power. He doesn't play. He doesn't play for the Mets. It was a take. It was a take that was taken for a little while. It didn't take all the way. But I know I don't, I don't make any takes like that because I know the baseball gods can be cruel, man. It ain't over till it's over. And uh, it is over. It was crazy the other night to see the the Braves celebrating with their shirts on and stuff. I'm like, I was sure the Mets were winning the division this year. I was sure of it. I was like, that's what they needed to do. That was their route to the World Series. They could still get there, but it would have been a a little bit easier route with the division. The Braves played out of their minds. You know, we've been over it. They're the defending champs, and they remembered that they were the defending champs, and they played better baseball than every team, including the Dodgers. From June 1st on. And Sal made his call right before that. And then the Braves must have saw that and, and got super hot. It's got nothing to do with Sal. It's got nothing to do with any of us. It has to do with baseball, the team, and these guys playing or not playing. It's crazy, though. I'm superstitious. I'm. You'll never hear me call nothing like that. I, I'm even seeing now all the Yankees fans on Twitter that were calling how many wins the Yankees would have. Before the season and, you know, during the season in the beginning when the Yankees start off super hot. I never put a number on it. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I remember um, in Denver last year when I was with John Boy Media, we had a panel out there for All-Star. And they put us all on the spot. And I was the second to last person to go. I think like eight people went before me. And the question was like, who do you who do you expect to make it to the World Series? If you had to pick a team from the ALNL to make it to the World Series, who do you got? And people are putting predictions out there. And I got the mic, and I'm like, I don't do that. I'm not. So much will change between July and October. I can't tell you. Of course, you have your usual suspects and the favorites and teams like Atlanta, uh, LA, Houston that are in it, the Yankees that are in it every year. You You could say one of them. But none of us know. And in July of last year in Denver for All-Star, I didn't know that the Braves would win the World Series. I wouldn't even have mentioned them. Uh, maybe I would have mentioned them, but nobody knows. And when you speak things into existence or you put things out there boldly, like we are fans. We don't affect the game at all. But there's something in the air, in the ether. You got to be careful what you wish for and careful what you say. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy how the division slipped away. It is wild and in the, like I said, in the year where there isn't a 163, in the year where there is a first-round bye, you're rewarded. You win the division, you get to sit out the first round. There's a wild-card round and not one game. There's a wild-card round with three games, and you get to bypass all that. It's crazy. It was, it was very important to uh, lock that up. And the Yankees did it. The Dodgers did it. The Braves did it. And the Houston, Houston Astros did it. 
the Mets were this close. No other team was as close to the Mets to securing a first-round bye. That's why I think in my open I said they're the best wild-card team. You know, they can get hot and they can challenge and they can make some noise. We've seen wild-card teams get hot in the past. Why can't it happen again this year? It's just it puts a little bit of a sour note on a great season. I think I saw... Was it Trevor May? I want to read that. And I'll get to the calls in a second. I see you guys there. Trevor May put something out on Twitter. And I think a lot of guys are doing this. I think I saw Steve Gelbs do it too. Now that the season is over and you can kind of reflect and look back, especially as Mets fans, you should be reflecting and looking back on this Mets team. They are different. Trevor May said, I just want to acknowledge a few things. Congrats to Sugar. Edwin Diaz, I think that's what they call him. Sugar, 200 saves. Max Scherzer, 200 wins. The pitchers on a combined no-no and a 20K game, 20-strikeout game. Pete Alonzo, team RBI record. Francisco Lindor on the team RBI record for shortstops. The team K record and league lead. He's basically putting out all of these little things. And he didn't even add. He just had to add to the tweet. Uh, an hour later, he's like, oh, and Jeff for the batting t- title. Obviously, how could I forget that? There are a lot of accomplishments in this Mets season. There are a lot of things that happen that don't usually happen for the New York Mets. Steve Gelbs also put out there, last year, imagine predicting 2022, 101 wins, second most in franchise history, a Jeff McNeil batting title, Max Scherzer starting a playoff game for the home team at City Field. Time to officially turn the page. Appreciate the team, well, appreciate what the team did and look forward to what's ahead. You have to have that type of vantage point. You have to look at it that way as a Mets fan. Look at where you were year to year the last few years. I'm I'm doing that as a Yankees fan. I want to, do, to win the division. I hate the wild card. I went to the wild card game in 2015 and I vowed to never go to a, another one. I hated that feeling. You get the stadium all riled up, fired up, pumped up for one game. You smell that air in the Bronx, that postseason air, the chill in the air. You get all excited for a run, and then Dallas Keuchel and the Astros shut you down. I was in Section 204. Kobe Rasmus smoked a home run. It bounced in front of me off somebody's head, off another guy's hand, and came to my row. I claimed it, and everybody's looking at me like, throw it back, throw it back. I'm like, I know what to do. I don't want this ball. Threw it right over Carlos Beltran's head. Yankees lose that game. I think they lost like 3-1 to knock a pitch. And I was like, I'm never coming to another wild card game. That's it. They played Frank that night. And that was a real night that I was like, stop playing Frank after we lose. Because I'm in the bleachers. And I'm looking at the stadium emptying out. And it's cold. And I'm realizing we can't come back here until April. And they're playing Frank for all the tourists out here. And I am dejected. This is 2015. I haven't been to a wild card game since. Now there are no more single wild card games. If you're a Mets fan, you should be showing up to support your guys for these three games this weekend. They can advance and they can knock the Padres out, and then the Padres are going to start firing people. Back to the phones. Gary and Manalapin. Oh, sorry, Gary. Wait, we can take this and then we got to go to break. Or should we go to break? We got a break. We're at the halfway point. Sorry, Gary. I'll come to you right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sometimes it's good to talk about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com.
back at it on the fan inside of my last, I don't know, 30 minutes here. Salakata's next. Rocking and rolling on a Thursday morning, October 6th. As we get ready for postseason baseball tomorrow. What? We're already there. Tomorrow night, City Field. The Mets will have off tonight. Baseball, some people have off tonight, right? I think uh, all of baseball is off. And then the wild card starts on Friday. So looking forward to it. It's been a long season. Uh, It's been an interesting season. Been a great season and all of that. But now this is it. This is the part that we all wait for. And we know the only thing that matters is who comes out on top as the champion. And it could be anyone. It's a different format this year. There's some first-round buys. I I would bet this. I would bet that one of the teams that has a first-round buy comes out cold and ends up losing that series in the first year. Um, I would bet that one of the wild-card teams gets hot and advances to the championship series. It's just how it goes. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, though. It's exciting. Love baseball. Love this time of year. And uh, we got some people that love baseball and want to talk about some stuff on the line. We'll get there. I'm looking through notes and stories that I had. I didn't even speak on this. The protester that did a, like, gender reveal during the Monday night football game and ran on the field with the, like, pink uh, smoke or whatever. I think it was for a gender reveal. That guy is filing a police report against Bobby Wagner, number 45 for the Rams, the linebacker who put him down, right? If you watch that video, it looked like the, the security guy chasing him like tore his ACL. Bobby Wagner had enough of it. He ended it. You shouldn't even be allowed to file a police report when you clearly did something illegal. And they asked Bobby Wagner about it. He said, can't really focus on it. I'm more concerned about the security guard that was hurt trying to chase him. You just got to do what you got to do. Bobby Wagner's like, what? <laughs> he said, there's consequences for your actions. When asked what he thought of the police report, Rams coach Sean McVay said, I think that we all know where Bobby's intentions were. He wasn't trying to assault the guy. He wasn't trying to hurt the guy. But he was trying to stop the guy. They have a whole game going on. And uh, that's what you get, man. That's what you get. Because sometimes they're too gentle on these guys. If you're going to step on the field where a war is going on, that's something I always say. Football is war. It is modern-day gladiator. You're going to step out there with no pads, and these guys have pads on, and they're... (laughs) They're running around trying to kill already. They're they're suited up, ready to knock somebody out. Okay, enter at your own risk. Boom. Welcome to the NFL. Now you want to file a police report. Okay, well, the police already you know filed a report on you. Trespassing. You're probably banned. I don't know what other charges they give people. I would never do that. Never in a million years. There's no reason for me to ever run on any field. I see people do. I was right by a guy who did it in Yankee Stadium, and I was frozen. My, my mouth was wide open. I'm like, I, I can't believe this guy. We, it was right over by, um, I think we were by uh, like one, I'm not sure the area, maybe 120, 123, like not far from like like down uh, the first baseline right field. This dude just took off. And it, you could tell he was a guy that probably never came to any baseball games and was just trying to uh, get some attention and do something crazy. Yeah, all right. Well, there's a whole court and jail and police precinct right down the street from Yankee Stadium. They will hold you there. Have a good time with that. Let's go to Johnny out in Pennsylvania on the fan. What's up, man? Keith, what's going on, brother? Holding it down, bringing it home, you know. Yeah, I just want to say, number one, love the show. Love how you uh, talk to people. I always just say we talk all the time, me and my brothers and my cousins, and you always, you never make people feel little. So I hope you never lose that. Some of these guys get too big. So yeah, nah, I'm I'm already fully formed as an adult. How I am, if anything, like I said, I'm I'm more appreciative uh, for everything. I'm more uh, just humbled and blessed for the opportunity. I'm I'm the same as everybody else. I'm a fan. I'm just. Blessed with the opportunity to talk on WFAN and MLB Network, and I now have a bunch of followers. Yeah, and that's that's what we talk about. Uh, it's like talking to you know one of your boys on here. So I just wanted to talk about the Yankees real quick. A um, couple things. Number one, what are they doing with the bullpen? What are they going to do with this bullpen for the playoffs, man? Uh, well, some someone I didn't mention, and in my notes I just put a star. Um, Clay Holmes didn't go on the IL, so they're planning on him being involved. I expect them to have Chapman. 
Uh, I think I was counting out the pitchers in one of the breaks. Loisega, Efros, Licky, Chapman, Wandy, Holmes, Trevino, Herman, Tyone, Sevi, Nestor, and Cole, and I got to 13. So you think you think they put Herman in the bullpen, or you think yeah. they give him a start? No, Herman's definitely going to come out of the pen. I think he can be a weapon for the Yanks. I think he's the first guy you you call on if if one of these starters gets rocked in the first three innings and can't make it to the fourth inning. Well, you piggyback with Herman. Um, hopefully, it doesn't get to that though. Not in the uh, not yeah, in the NLDS. Yeah. And then um, my A-L-D-S. other thing was my other thing was these young guys, man. They're Showing a lot of heart, uh, a lot of grit, um, especially this Peraza. Like, I, I don't know. Obviously, maybe not seeing too much of him this postseason, but what are the what are the plans for him next year? Like, I mean, is he going to start? He balled out uh, when he gave when they gave him the opportunity. He hit his first career home run. He he starred this year in AAA. He doesn't belong there. He belongs at the major league level. So we'll see what happens in uh, spring training. But I would assume that he's going to be allowed to compete. And uh, it might be an open competition between him and IKF. We'll see what IKF does this October. I think that's going to be it, right? If IKF has some errors or some uh, you know struggles at the plate in October, they're going to be ready to move on from him. He was always just a, st- a stopgap. Peraza could be the starting shortstop as soon as next year. IKF, you got it for this October, but uh, I also expect them to fast-track Volpe. Volpe will start the year in the minors, but um, they'll call him up when he's ready too. So uh, it's good to see him. And then Oswaldo Cabrera has been the surprise of the year, the late surprise of the year. He looks ready to go, whether they have him in left field, which I think he's going to be the starter in left field, whether they need him to move around anywhere. It hasn't been too big for him. And uh, he's a kid that came in just smiling, happy to be there, looking up in the stands, and now he belongs. Now he looks like one of the better players on the team. Yeah, especially, I mean, he, he's playing that role that Marwin played, you know, a couple of years ago. I mean, He's where, he's a utility guy, right? So he's a guy that, uh, like I said, Marwin Gonzalez kind of mentored him, and Marwin Gonzalez they signed to be a utility guy, and it's kind of like, uh, okay, you might not have a spot on this postseason roster because we've got a guy that's younger than you, that's a switch hitter, that's got some pop, that's hit more home runs than you down the stretch, and uh, we're probably going to go with him because he's got a future here. Marwin Gonzalez is a wrap. His career is on the end. Yeah, for sure. And that whole the whole Peraza thing, I mean, IKF was coming in to be, you know, that that stud shortstop. No errors, no, you know, he was... And he racked up a ton of errors, and uh, I think what they wanted from him was his range. I've spoken to this a lot, right? He can make the plays that not every shortstop can make. He can go to his right uh, and and get to a ball and make that play, and he's also a different guy on the base pass. He's going to steal bases. He's a different uh, approach at the plate. I don't know. IKF, to me, he's just in the middle. Um, He can have some moments. He hit more home runs this season than I expected him to hit. But uh, yeah. this is the New York Yankees. You need a star at shortstop. And a lot of times, these World Series teams have stars at shortstop. Dansby Swanson is a star, right? <laughs> Trey Turner was playing for the Nationals when they won it. He was a star. Uh, Corey Seager for the Dodgers. He was a star. Carlos Correa for the Astros. He was a star on that team. Francisco Lindor on the Mets is a star on that team. Like Sometimes you need that shortstop that can do it offensively and defensively and be a star for the, for the team. And I don't know if IKF is, is going to be that for October, but maybe there's enough stars to overcome uh, what he lacks. Yeah, hopefully Stanton steps up. He seems to be hitting the ball a little better. So hopefully he steps up and he's his regular postseason self. So Fingers crossed for the best. We've seen him dominate yeah. in October. I think he can again. Thanks for the call, Johnny. Now, I have to apologize because I went to Gary – and then we went to break, and then I came back from break and said some things and just went from the top of the order. I should have went to Gary. Let's do that now. Down in Manalpin, Gary, you're on the fan. You got it. Hey, Chief. How are you, my friend? I'm great. Thanks for holding. Thanks for understanding. I'm glad we were able to get you on Don't before I got on. Chief, you know what? Your knowledge and your 
uh, outlook precludes your age, my friend. I know you're a young man, but I love your person. I love step and just calm down. Take a breath. I love when you think like that and, and talk about it, how to <laughs> calm down, because that's what it's all about. Man. Yeah, thank you. That's what it's all about. And also, you're a real enjoyable uh, uh, jock on uh, on the radio, and we, lo- and we love listening to you. But let me get to my point real quick. Um, first of all, Swanson is free agent next year. Did you know that? I did, but he's he's not going anywhere. You know how they are down there. He's going to sign a mega yeah. deal for. He's going to sign a deal with the Braves that no one else would be able to sign him for. You know what? There's about three or four guys on Atlanta right now who are just uh, 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 starting with the catcher. Uh, 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 Darno. Darno. We just met killers, man. Who just take hey. my heart out. I was watching the games over the weekend. I couldn't believe it. I thought the Mets were, I, I, if I had to put a dollar on the Mets getting swept, I wouldn't have put a dollar on it. I thought they were going to at least win one game. But then I'm watching, it's, like you, you said, think. they have Mets killers in their whole lineup. These guys just turn into something else when it's time, when the right. lights are bright, and they did it this weekend. Keith, let me tell you something. I'm really nervous about starting pitching for the Mets right now. I mean... Uh, DeGrom, uh, DeGrom may, hit a wall, may have hit a wall. He hasn't pitched in two years. He's pitched, a, I don't know how many innings now. And I think he said, guys, are put, putting the ball, bam, 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 just putting the ball out on him. I'm yeah, like, oh my that Oakland A's start followed up with that bam. Brave start. Not the best way to end your regular season going into the postseason, yep. but he's DeGrom, right? Right. We hope. We hope he's Degrom. I think when the lights are bright and it's October, Degrom's going to be like, "Hey, I'm I'm the best pitcher in baseball," and he's going to be that version of himself. You know what, Keith? I hope he looks in the mirror and says, "You know what? I heard what Keith said on, on Wednesday night." Yeah, he needs to look in the mirror and be like, "Hey, I'm opting out, and I want the money. I want the most money. I want to be paid Scherzer type money. I have to right. perform." I mean, he's got the tools. He can do it, just like Diaz. He mm-hmm. got the tools. Diaz put it together. Diaz, when they play that music, I just go. I saw. I, I saw breathing fire when I hear Diaz's music. Good. It's good to have something like that to rally around with the guy. I hope he has some big, oh. big moments this weekend. I hope, Keith. I hope. I hope the Mets don't go go out silently. You know what I'm saying? Start with a roar and go out with a puff. No, that I would be a not. terrible end to this season. A season where I dubbed them the Make It Happen Mets because I watched them make it happen so much. They were never out of games. <laughs> they went 100 games and then they just like, 101 games. Crap. 101 games. You cannot get bounced it's in the first round. That has never happened before. They're going to win a, over 100 games and then they're going to lose. And, the wild I, and that's why I've, I've been oh, saying all night. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's such a like Mets omen. That's such a Mets thing. What are the chances in the year that you win 101 games? The Braves also win 101 games. The first year you can earn a first round buy, you're in first place for like 150 days or 150 games or something. And then it comes down to the last series and you lose it. You can't win one game in Atlanta and then Atlanta, you, Keith, Atlanta, how hot has Atlanta been the second half of this season? Scorching hot. I mean, they don't lose. They're the best team in baseball. We were talking about That's it on, on off base. They I was trying to say the Dodgers. Right but when we the, the stats guys and everybody else on the panel, they're like, nah, it's the Braves. The the Braves have been better than the Dodgers since June 1st. And when yes, you look at have. their roster, it's, it, it's like they're on a collision course to meet. But I think, I'd think right. i like to think that the Mets are a sneaky wild card. They're better than the wild card teams. Let's see. There's going to be some October two months, magic. Gee, two months ago, when when when, when Degrom came back, and uh, him and Scherzer were were, were 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 really putting it together. I mean, I was like, if these guys can be all right, that's uh, the plan. In the that was the plan from from the winter when when they went to get Scherzer. Everyone said, "Oh no!" Everyone in baseball said, "Oh no!" If you can have Scherzer game one and Degrom game two, look right. out. And Cookie was pitching well too around that time. Since his injury, Cookie—it's been tough for Cookie. Cookie was pitching very well. He had a good year. Yeah, he had some moments where he stood up for the Mets when the Mets needed him. Same did. with Chris he Bassett. They trade for Chris Bassett. He was solid. Taiwan yep. Walker was solid at times too. Yep. Yep. Um, it, it all matters who's solid right now. They erased the whole That's season. Right. You go into the postseason, everyone's got to be their best now. And uh, some people be exposed, but some guys will rise to the occasion. Keith, last thing real quick. You said it. 
there's going to be a team that's going to get hot. You know, does not you don't know who it is. It's going to get hot. Who's who, who who's going to beat somebody who they shouldn't beat, and, and they can go on in the playoffs. It happens every year in baseball, yep. football, basketball, yep. all the time. The Red Sox last year. I'm watching the Red Sox last year. I'm like, yep. I'm like the Yankees. The Yankees woke them up, made them hot. There's no way the Boston Red Sox are performing like this after beating the Yankees in the wild card. I'm like, could have been us. <laughs> Yankees, Yankees, Yankees better win. Yankees got to yeah, win. I mean, but, the Yankees can't be one and done either. After the season they had, yep. if the Yankees get bounced in the ALDS, we'll be talking about it for the whole winter. Okay, Keith. Thanks so much for everything. We love you, man. Keep doing what you're doing. I will. Uh, Thanks for the call, Gary. Appreciate the love, appreciate the kind words, and the uh, enthusiasm for the Mets. You got to go through this day. It's Thursday. You go through this day, this day off, and reflect on the season that was and realize that that, that's over. Like, that's done now. Erase it. What you got out of that season was an entry to the dance. You don't have a bye, but you host these first three games. You have three home games where – you tune up, you beat these guys, and then you go face the Dodgers, a team that you beat in the regular season, and they'll be coming in cold. They'll be coming in off of five days off. That may bode well for the Mets. Make it happen. Go make it happen in L.A. And then shake the baseball world up. And then get to the championship series. And if you get to the championship series, anything can happen. If it's the Braves, Mets, you already know that story will fire back up. They'll get a chance at redemption. How sick would that be for the Mets to get a chance to face the Braves in the NLCS and redeem themselves for what they couldn't do this past week? They couldn't They couldn't win the series. They couldn't win one game. But if you get into an NLCS, who knows how it lines up? They can be beat. They can cool off. What if their time to cool off is in October? They did all of this because this whole time they were chasing. They did all of this because this whole time they knew they had to make up ground, right? October baseball is different. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait for it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Young Josh, way past your bedtime. I'm just kidding with you, man. I know you're uh, always rocking with us late at night, especially calling into my show. I appreciate it. How you doing? Good, Keith. How you doing? I'm great, you know, talking the talk. Got a bonus hour that I didn't know about. I'm definitely going to go somewhere and eat some garbage food wherever they're serving uh, late-night eats in Jersey at 1.30 in the morning, but uh, bringing it home. What you got for us, kid? Well, first I'm thinking after the sweep of the Nationals, like now, now they get the sweep. They couldn't take more games from them last month. They couldn't win a game versus the Cubs, couldn't take a game versus the Braves, but now they turn on the wheels and get a sweep versus them, and that tiebreaker game is coming back as a killer. I mean, a week ago, we were saying, oh, wow, that tiebreaker game not happening is, oh, we're going to make the playoffs. You just got to take one from the Braves. Now it's like, oh, if the tiebreaker game was still here, we'd be playing them. Put it in the past, brother. You got to move on from it. It's over. It's done. And, yeah, I'm I'm worried this team has a lack of playoff experience, except for Scherzer. Yeah, well, something I said when they were struggling, I'm like, this is a collection of guys put together for the first time this year. Who's the leader? Scherzer is the leader. But... Without that playoff experience, right, without that hurt, that's something why I don't don't fear anything with the Yankees because I know they've got a few guys like Judge, like Seve, like Cole. You know, there's a few guys over there that have been through it, that have lost, that have felt what it feels like to get bounced. Nothing scares me with the Yankees, right? I feel like they're going to walk in like, hey, we've done this before. It's time to advance. So with the Mets beating the Nationals, that's what they're supposed to do here. They're supposed to win those games as tune-up games that don't matter and get in the habits of winning again. You got swept by the Braves. Go win three games against the Nationals. Now you feel better about yourself going into this weekend in the same place, City Field. But on the lack of players, once you go down, Nemo, he's homegrown. He hasn't really been to the playoffs. Marte's coming from the Marlins. And Lindoris, he actually has some players. Since Alonzo was homegrown. Marte, Vogelbach's you may not see. 15 teams. I'll I'll say this. I'll say this. I said this about the Cleveland Guardians, them being young. Sometimes when you're young and naive, you don't know any better. Maybe the Mets just run into some, right? This is their first time as a group going into this high stakes, uh, new postseason format. Maybe they get hot. They could be the team that gets hot. Who knows? Make it happen. It's different. It's different baseball. It's not like the regular season. 
Dodgers. Yeah, well, on paper, it's supposed to be Braves and Dodgers. On paper, it's supposed to be Yankees and Astros. But the games aren't played on paper. Anything can happen, and that's why we watch, and that's why we analyze, and that's why we talk about every single thing every single day. And then we see what happens, and we say, oh, I didn't expect that to happen, right? Injuries happen every year. Somebody's going to get hurt during this run. Guys are hurt right now on every team. On every team, they're missing somebody. All right, have a good night, Keith. Hey, appreciate everybody rocking with me. KM to 1 a.m. We even got a bonus hour. I came on saying I was on from 8 to 12. And if you listen this whole time, I appreciate you. If you listen for a minute, I appreciate you as well. Salicot is next. You can follow me at Keith McPherson, but I think I'm going to stop saying that. I think I'm good with the amount of followers I have. Uh, some people do too much and take it too far. So don't even worry about the internet. Just keep it locked right here. And I'll be back at 6.30 with Kim Jones, Thursday Night Live. Call up Sal. Listen to his show. Everybody have a good night. We've got postseason baseball in Queens and then postseason baseball in the Bronx. It's the most wonderful time. I'm out of here. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. The We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.